Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Friday, June 16th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. End of the week episode of the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. Uh, we had a fun show today. We had some really good laughs. Mm -hmm. Learned a few things. You did. It was great. Um, yesterday's podcast, I'm still, I apologize. I'm still having so much trouble with our podcast host. Like, yeah. they're looking into it. They can't figure out what's wrong, why it's taking like eight hours to appear after I upload it. I'm very frustrated, but thank you for your patience. Yeah. Waiting for that. Also, yesterday's episode, I think, was like 40 minutes long. Yeah. OG, OG listeners, OG Venus heads will remember that this podcast used to be called the BNS in 20 minutes or less. It, it was once called that, yeah. Yesterday never it was know. 40 minutes with Double no that. interviews or anything. So, yeah. I mean, maybe we need to do like another listener survey and see if people like the longer episodes, if it's getting too long and you're not finishing the episodes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Find out what, what you want and then we'll... Tell us. We'll do that. Yes. Maybe we'll put another one of those together in the near future here. Uh, on today's show, a Terry of the Month nominee, some white girl saying Shauna spotted at the dollar store, some rejected white girl sayings. Rejected ones, yeah. Uh, an update on my brother and his ongoing battle with COVID. The kids got more COVID than anybody. Oh my God, it's awful. We'll talk a bit more about uh, Shauna funneling a beer. I think we mentioned this briefly on the podcast last week, but yep. we get into detail about that. I deleted Facebook yesterday. My experience with that. Shauna's going to quiz me on major U.S. cities and their nicknames. Uh, my dad wasn't happy about something we talked about on the air just recently. It's been smoky in Calgary again the last couple days and something Shauna noticed about the smoke. One of the funniest Vancouver soft stories I've ever heard. There was an article written in the Vancouver Sun earlier this week. And it's, it's almost cartoonish how Vancouver it is. And one of the funniest etymologies we've done in a while after your out-of-context clip of the show. Just like if you were Just to like say, Jesus will curse Christ. <laughs> like the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Etymology with Shauna. I don't know why I got thinking about this, but you, you know when you say, oh, gee, I wonder? Like, oh, gee. Gee, mm -hmm. I wonder what that means. Or even gee whiz, the old school. Yeah. Do you know where that comes from? I could probably guess. Maybe I'd be wrong. Okay. Is it short, short for when people say, oh, geez, which is short for Jesus? Yeah. Because you can't, people couldn't swear then? Which I never thought of before. But when you, there's such a history of it. So uh, when we say like, you know, cheese and rice now to refer to Jesus Christ. It's yep. the same thing, except that G Wiz started being used back in 1871. So prior to that, it was G Willikins or G Willikers, <laughs> which I find even funnier. I think we Jesus, need to bring back. That was Jesus' nickname but, amongst his friends. Well, that was his full name, G Willikers, G Willikers Christ. Christ. <laughs> his middle name. It's Jesus for short. Obviously, yeah. But that was. G Willikers Christ. <laughs> Anyone who's religious is just. I'm so sorry. His middle name is Willikers. I don't know if you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was used back in 1851. But then there was Golly G, 
back in the early 1800s mm-hmm. as well. And that came to be because goddamn, of course, was too vulgar. So that became Galdern, which, of course, we say Galdarn now, but Galdern. Before that, it was Golly, which then just became Golly. Mm-hmm. So Golly G, when you think about it, when you break it down, it actually just means goddamn Jesus, which, I mean, that's fairly vulgar to that say That is fairly loud. vulgar, yeah. Fairly vulgar, yeah, but... There you go. I didn't. I never had thought of this before, but it's all the same as how we have, you know, different terms that we use for children when we don't want to be vulgar. This was the same thing back then. And it's also like if you grow up in a secular world right now or a secular family, and you, I don't think people realize like how serious those swears were oh. to like older religious folks. That was as like if worse you said that than to my F-bomb. grandma. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Like that would have been horrible. Totally. Um, and even like, if you go back further, this is funny because yesterday we were talking about uh, countries that swear. Yep. And quite a few people reached out because France was number one, right? The yep. country that swears the most is France. Uh, and a few people reached out and said that English swears tend to be all about sex and French swears are all about religion. Yes. Like they're blasphemous swears, right? When I was a kid, I remember thinking like there's something about a cow, a sacred cow or with cows that was very, mm. very, very vulgar. And it was one of the worst terms. And I remember learning that as a kid and we used to talk about it quite often. And yeah, it was about religion. It's all about any. Of course, you can't take God's name in right. vain. That's right. right. Like it's that's one of the commandments, isn't it? One of the most horrible things you can do. Yeah. I read this book, uh, Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett, which is a really good book series. If you've never read it, you will not put it down. Um, but it was set in the, I think, the 1500s around the building of a cathedral. Mm-hmm. And one of the worst swears in that book that people could say at the time was God's body. So if someone was really upset, they'd say, God's body? Yep. And that was just the worst That's thing terrible. you could ever say. Uh-huh. Just like if you were just to like- say, Jesus will curse Christ. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> you can't say that out loud. He used his middle name. Who? <laughs> what part of the Middle East does the name Willikers come from, Shauna? Is that an old Hebrew name? Yes, it comes yes. from John. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. A friend of the show, Craig, sent me this opinion piece that was published in the Vancouver Sun on Tuesday. And it's titled, Never Heard of Rolling Coal? Prepare to be Shocked. Okay. So you know what rolling coal is, Shauna, right? I'm sure most familiar yeah. Albertans are familiar. Mm-hmm. It's where you modify your truck, your diesel truck, mm-hmm. to give off a bunch of black right. smoke when you pin it. Yeah. I actually don't know specifically how it's done. I don't know enough about a diesel engine, but uh, it's it's illegal. It's a black plume of float. Yeah. That's right. You've yeah. seen it. You, you live you in Alberta. It, You've yes, seen it before. Of course. It's actually illegal in many places. Oh. It's not illegal in Alberta. Of course not. In my opinion, it's a pretty obnoxious modification. Um, a little bit. But this article is so ridiculous that it almost seems like satire. And I'll, I'll share some of the best quotes from it. I don't Please have time do. to, to go into the full article here, it, although it's worth a read, and I can send you the link if you want to read it. But I'm also going to play our Vancouver Soft Music. Please do, yeah. So the writer says that the, costs, that the cost of the truck's owner to make this modification is, quote, worth it to him for the joy of blasting a covey of cyclists with a particularly noxious cloud of dirt and poison. <laughs> the implied message being, take that, you effing greenies. Of course, it's outrageous. It's also sick, deranged, vile, hateful, heinous, even evil. Holy hell. It gets better. Evil? Evil. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Craig pointed out, he's like, you got to see where the article goes after that. Okay. So it go, he gets into the trucker convoy, vaccines, climate change oh conspiracies. Then he goes after every politician, left or right, who supports fossil fuels. 
who's ever supported a pipeline or the okay. extraction of yep. fossil fuels. Wow. Then he talks about the Republican Party's war on nature, and he said, suffice to say that if it's green and breathing, they want it dead and paved over. Wow. <laughs> what in the Vancouver soft okay. is this guy on about? It's almost cartoonish when you read this article. Like It, it feels like it could be a satire article, but it's not. <sighs> Jesus Whitaker Christ, this guy is... <laughs> Holy man, like that is excessive. Williker. Williker, Jesus excuse Williker's me. Christ. Whitaker can um, test that out too. And I mean, like, there are people who have outlandish opinions like this, but you don't often see them get, you know, nope. like an opinion, an op ed piece in a major paper like the Vancouver Sun. And to go that far, like, come on, yeah, man. Like he's just so over the top. Just like, for, for Roland Cole, you are pure evil. You want to kill everything that's green and everyone reason, who's green. The like, only reason you did it is because you hate cyclists. It wow. could just be that Terry likes when his truck makes noise. That's probably what it is. He also thinks it's pretty cool to have a black plume of smoke. Terry okay, does. If it could it. shoot flames, he'd have that too. It's simple. Right? He's simple. He loves a simple lifestyle. Involves that. Is okay? it also bad that as someone who thinks rolling coal is kind of stupid, yeah. myself, I kind of want to see this guy get coal rolled? Yeah, no. <laughs> like I can envision what he looks like. And Craig needs to get coal. I agree. <laughs> no, it wasn't Craig is the guy who said this. Said. He's not the article. Yeah. But Craig said he, he wrote this article as if he had just been coal rolled on the way to work and he was still mad about it and he's sitting there at his desk covered in soot yeah and he let me looks tell like you it, another thing about looks like a chimney trucks. sweep he's sitting at home he's just furious <laughs> just all black and then his just eye whites are there and he's yeah. just sitting there fuming <laughs> writing this oh I'll show you the Beckler and Shauna podcast I was cooking yesterday and I opened the door to let some air flow in and the second I opened my my sliding door, the smoke detector went off. From the smoke outside? Well, it was, I'm sure, coincidence. I don't think it was actually from the smoke outside, but as I did it, I was laughing because I was like, oh, wow, is it? Is, is it actually not as good to open the door anymore? We've had our house sealed right up. Holy crap. When it's, when it's smoky like this. Yeah, because both of our kids have asthma. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was pretty bad yesterday, but I was just like, I don't actually know anymore. Is it better to open the door to let the air To, to let the smoke out? Or, or out? <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Like, they tell you to keep your windows and doors closed, right? Maybe to keep just... the fresh air in, which is so strange to think about because... It always used to be, oh, open a window, let the yeah. fresh air in. And now it's like, mm-mm. Maybe you just reach like smoke equilibrium. Yes. Where... I know. So it's just the same. You might as well just keep the door open, closed. I don't know. It doesn't matter because the smoke's inside, the smoke's outside. What do you do? Yeah. I know even yesterday we, I was at the park with the kids and we came home and when I took my shirt off, it smelled like I'd been sitting by a campfire. Yes. I've noticed that. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. Like Your hair probably smells. Yeah. Like... I always said, I said, if you were to hop on a plane right now and go elsewhere... When you land it, would they be like, geez, you reek of campfire, man? Because <laughs> you do. Like, we physically, yeah. uh, when we were camping the other weekend and it got really smoky on the Sunday, I remember I took off all my camping stuff and I had it in a bag. And then two days later, the smoke had blown out and I opened the bag and it just reeked. Mm -hmm. And it was from the smoke outside. Like, we smell of campfire. When it's like yeah, that's that, not which good. is not good at not all. Not good, buddy. No. Honestly, buddy, not good. So just so you know, uh, if you're cooking, uh, I don't know if opening the door is going to help you to get that smoke out. It might just blow it back in and then set off your fire alarm. The other thing I think is funny is like you probably heard when it gets really smoky and they say, oh, this is the equivalent of smoking 10 cigarettes a day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then when I hear that, I'm like, 
Ah, what's 11 then, you know? <laughs> what's... Well, this is my What's other one thing. More? If you've quit smoking, <laughs> do not use that as an excuse no, to just light don't. up a dart, okay? <laughs> and Shauna podcast. I hadn't had a chance to talk to my dad in a few days, uh, and I was FaceTiming with him yesterday, and without fail, I knew he would. He brought up the recent episode where I said I was considering getting a tattoo. Oh, I was waiting for that as well, yep, actually. Because yep. my dad hates tattoos. Yeah. Just hates them. Mm-hmm. Hates earrings, hates anything that isn't like how, you're, how you look right now. Yep. You know, like... So my brother's got tattoos. You should tattoos. keep your body the way it was born. Yeah, and my brother's got a bunch of tattoos, and it just drives my dad nuts every time he gets a new one, like as if it matters at this point, you know? <laughs> That's really funny. And so anyway, I knew he was going to bring it up. He must have been behind on our piss cast, and he caught up, and he's like, oh, you talking about getting a tattoo, dark and dumb like that? And I was like, yeah, I think I'd like a Lord of the Rings. I think I'd like a Lord of the Rings tattoo. And he's like, he's like, oh, you're not going to care about that in a few years. And I was like, I have been a fan of Tolkien and his works since I was 13. Mm-hmm. 20 years. You think that's just going to disappear in the next few? <sighs> I know I it's don't coming. Think Can so. you not put the music on, please, for the love of God? I don't even do it. It comes on on its own. Oh, my God. And he's like, I was like, I think you're wrong about that. I think I'm probably always going to be a fan of Tolkien if I am at this point. Yeah. And he said, well, that's just a fad. No one else is going to care about that in a few years. <laughs> I was like... The Hobbit is one of the best-selling novels of all time. Yeah, like I have to, as much as I hate this Lord of the Rings bullcrap, yeah, you're right. It's been around forever. It was written in the 30s. Yeah. And it's still popular. Yeah, no. I think you're wrong on that one, too, Dad. Yeah, it's not going to go out of style. No, No. you're telling me that if I came home with a badass tattoo of Anduril, Flame of the West, forged from the shards of Narsil and Rivendell. Oh, my God. That wouldn't be cool? I'm too tired to handle this right now, so I'm just, like, just, I'm just not going to speak. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Yesterday, for some reason, I, I heard somebody say Big Easy in reference to New Orleans. We were talking about the Revivalists, the band. They're from there. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, why is it called Big Easy? Because I, I heard the lead singer, he was talking about it and calling it Big Easy all the time. So I looked into it, and it's basically just that a reporter at one point uh, was kind of drawing a comparison between New Orleans and New York City saying that New Orleans is way more laid back and chill and easy okay. and they're kind of like just a bigger personality and like and then there's New York that's really rushed and uh, stressful and they're just very opposite in that way. So you have so, the Big Apple and the Big Easy. Yep. So that's why they kind of Makes uh, sense. came to be. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I was like, maybe I should quiz you on this, uh, some cities and their nicknames and see if you can guess what they are. So you're going to give me the nickname? I'm going to give you the nickname. And I got to guess the city. And you give the city. We've done this with Canadian cities before and okay. I thought we'll do U.S. cities this okay. time. Um, and there, I think, I think you'll do pretty well on this. Okay. Let's see. So first of all, Sin City. Vegas. Of course. This one's interesting. The alien capital of the world. Roswell? That's it, yeah. Gateway to the West. St. Louis. Mm-hmm. The biggest little city in the world. Reno. Wow, geez. The chocolate capital of the world. Hershey, Pennsylvania? Yep. The Steel City. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Music City. Nashville. Geez. The live music capital of the world. Austin. How are you so good at this? I, I like geography. The Emerald City? It's going to be Pacific Northwest. Portland? Seattle. Ah, that was my second guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to the Mile High City, which that one's obvious. Denver? Uh, the Big Apple, of course, of course we all know. York, yep. City of Brotherly Love. Philly? The Windy City. Chicago? Big Easy, as we just talked about. You know that one? Yeah. Do you remember what we just said three seconds ago? Good. North. <laughs> uh, 
Bean Town. Boston. Motor City. Detroit. City of Lakes. Oh, man. Is that Minnesota? Minneapolis. Minneapolis, yeah, yep. sorry, yeah. Alamo City. Oh, man, I should know this one. Where was the Alamo? It was in southern Arizona, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. No? Texas. Texas, I don't know. San Antonio. San Antonio, okay. Brew City. Brew City. Brew Milwaukee? City. That's it. And the Big Pineapple. <laughs> that one I don't know. <laughs> Where's the big pineapple? Honolulu. Honolulu. Which I think oh. is a stretch. I'm like, do they call it the big pineapple really? Does or anybody is it, call it that? That's the one that I'm like, mm, no, no, the big pineapple. Wow, you nailed that. Well, thank you. That is most impressive. Good for you. I like geography. You do. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I deleted Facebook yesterday, Shauna. Whoa. I deleted it. You I know. did it. There's a joke about how this isn't an airport and you don't have to announce your departure, but That's I'm true. announcing it. I okay. deleted Facebook. I'm done. Well, you've been talking about it for quite some time, yeah. so you actually pulled the trigger. I did. Okay. And I, I didn't do the temporary option, you know, where it saves all your data and then you have the option to receive your or to retrieve your account. I did the permanent deletion. Oh, wow. And I did it here after work yesterday. I was just sitting around with Sam from our, our from X Weekends, and it took us a while to find out exactly how to do it. Like, they do not make it easy for you. Of course not. Because they don't want you to leave, right? Nope. And they give you every opportunity to change your mind as you are leaving. So as you go through the steps, like Facebook will keep prompting you, you know, do you just want to... sure? Are you sure? Do you just want to temporarily deactivate instead of permanently delete? Mm-hmm. Would you like to try to find more friends to enhance your Facebook experience? Yeah. Do you want to download all your info for safekeeping? And I was like, nope, none of this. We are finished. Wow. And even then, they said they will only start the deletion process in 30 days. So they give you 30 days to change your mind. That's intense. Which I don't expect I'll be doing, but uh, I'm it's not coming Facebook. back. Facebook. Why does it need that many? But whatever. Yeah. I get it. They don't want you to leave. Facebook is dead, in my opinion. It is. As my friend would say, dead kid, dead scene. Yeah. <laughs> I use it as a, a photo album. I put up like photos that I don't want to lose because knowing me, I'll lose my phone at some point and that's it. That's all I use it for. Just store it in the cloud. Get a hard drive. I know. That would be an Better easy than way. Facebook. Safer than Facebook, too. It's true. Probably. Again, I mean, I feel like I've signed my life away publicly on all those platforms. So. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it might be slightly sentimental hitting that delete button, which sounds stupid, but I have been on Facebook for 16 years. Yeah. My, my entire adult life. I joined when I was in grade 12 in 2007. Yep. And I've been on there ever since, but I didn't feel anything. Nothing. Because no. I wasn't, I don't use Facebook anymore. I use it for Marketplace. Yep. And then my one friend, Dwayne, messages me on there. And Dwayne, if you're listening, you're going to have to get in touch with me on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I didn't block you. Um, Yeah, it's funny because we've talked about this too, but a lot of friends seem to just be going off social media as a whole. Yeah. uh, Slowly but surely. And I think people are starting to realize that it's not benefiting their lives in any way. In fact, it's probably doing more of a detriment. So I found a lot of people, whether they're deleting their accounts permanently or just they've stopped posting Mm -hmm. and they're just trying to get away from it for their own mental well-being. And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, do it. If that's what can make you feel better do it. It definitely is not as busy on social media as it was four years ago, for example, you know? I almost feel like we had a pandemic burnout is what happened because we were so bored that I think everyone was on there a lot more during the pandemic because there was nothing else to do. And it wasn't typically a good place during the pandemic. It wasn't, no. So I think then after that, when people started having lives again and they saw that this is not a positive part of their life, they are starting to cut it out. And I, again, 
go for it. Yeah, I still get value from Instagram. Mm-hmm. I still get value from TikTok. I don't really use Twitter anymore because that place sucks. No, Twitter's done um, too. And has for a while. And Instagram even, even I find Elon is shifting. Like, really? Yeah. It's yeah. very ad heavy now. Yeah, that's Instagram it. hits you with a, it's very ad heavy. Yeah, I don't get none of them really draw me in. No, it's weird. And it, for a while, I felt like I was Instagram was the big one for a while because it was mostly positive, and I liked seeing the photos and that. And so that one was the one that drew me. And even that, I'm like, meh. Mm. So yeah, maybe social media is behind us for the most part. I probably should have checked with our boss before I deleted Facebook because X still does have a Facebook account, and I think I am still expected. We can to- communicate through me. Okay, yeah. I was just answering some questions on the X account. I Were still you? have Facebook. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, if you good. guys need to use Facebook, I'll I'll check it. I'll, and then I'll be there. I think for like if I need to post anything on Marketplace, I'll just go through McKenna because she still has her account, right? But Or Kijiji. Or Kijiji, still which still exists. exists. Yeah. yeah, don't need Facebook. Nah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Beckler, I forgot to tell you this, but uh, I, funneled a, I funneled a beer last weekend. Out of an actual funnel? Out of a funnel. For the first time in probably 15 years. Yeah, it's probably been that long for me too. I actually, I don't, I don't remember the last time I funneled a beer. Like my boyfriend was with me. We were in Prince Albert, which is probably why I funneled the beer. Okay, I was, should, should have started with that. They actually just hit I you with it pr- right when you're driving to town. They're like, yes. "Welcome to PA. Get this in you." Yeah, get it in you now. Okay, but it was hilarious because uh, my boyfriend was having a work party, so it was a bunch of his work friends that were there. But then at the same time, it was kind of a graduation party for one of his workmates' daughters. So that's where the funneling right. came in because they were 18. Did we, did we talk about this on the podcast maybe? Yeah. That sounds familiar briefly, now that you mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's hilarious though. I Like I forgot how effective funneling a beer truly is. Oh, it hits you. Like it was gone in two seconds. I yep. was just like, this is insane. This is crazy that we used to do this in high school. I, would, I had flashbacks back to, that was the main goal in high school was to get as drunk as possible, as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And you'd use every method. You'd use it, like play every drinking game. Yep. Use every method like yep. a funnel, and just try and get blackout drunk. Which, looking back, I'm like, that is that is terrifying to think about. Yeah, it was pretty irresponsible. Absolutely. And there's a lot of evidence to show that the kids are kind of getting away from that now, which is good. Yeah, and we've talked about that before. How kids right now really don't drink very much anymore. No. And it's probably for the best when you look back at what we used to do with these funnels and everything else. Yeah, you're right. The fun, it, like the funnel, is so effective that it's you're almost like, but where did it go? Seriously, <laughs> it was there just a moment ago. Because I'm not a great chugger. Like I, but then the funnel and I, the beer was gone, and I'm like. Did you get, did you miss something? Like, where, I'm like looking around on the ground. Where did that, is, yeah. Huh, weird. Horrifying to think about though, honestly. Like, well, I was just like, that is very, very fast. So while the kids are moving away from heavy drinking, apparently these kids are not. They aren't, well, this is what the funny part was. I was like, okay, so clearly there are still a lot of kids, although again, they're Saskies and mm. they are in Prince Albert. And Prince Albert, I find, does take a while to get to where everyone else... Like, they are still very heavy smokers. We chatted about this, too. They're still darting on patios there. and So they're still also drinking. The teens there have not come to the point yet where they're like, we're going to lay off this. So, just so you know. you know. Well, you got to get enough in you to make your cousins look hot, so... It's true. Especially in <laughs> Prince Albert. Like, you're a limited... Limited number of people, limited number of cousins out there. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You're right, though. That like that was the goal when you were younger. It was just like, how quickly can we get this into us? It you know? Was, yeah. All the different... We were talking recently about the different methods of getting getting a beer in you faster. Getting it in you. Um, did you ever do a Centurion? Like the Century Club? Is that, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Same thing. 100 We've shots of beer in 100 minutes. I, yeah, I'm the one who... I won it. I did it. 
There was only <laughs> you won it. You're... There was like nine of us who tried, and two of us made it through. Yeah, my friend Josh and I, uh, and my cousin who is like twice my size and stuff. He couldn't make it through, and I, I did it. Yeah, we had to modify the rules just because like a hundred shots of beer in a hundred minutes doesn't seem like much because a shot of beer is like nothing. Oh, so but we didn't alter up. the rules, and I still did it. So well, you did a hundred shots of beer in a hundred minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, we we altered the rules, and it still turned on my friend. He ended up in a field that night. Oh, geez. He ended up in a field outside of town and wasn't entirely sure how he got there. The thing is, it's actually not that much beer. It's only no. like three. It's it's because of the bubbles that most people can't can't do it. So it's th- well, it's three thousand milliliters, right? Because a shot glass is thirty milliliters. Right. Times a hundred. Uh, yeah. Three thousand milliliters divided by. I'm dumb. It's three liters. Three liters of beer. So that's quite a bit of beer in 90 minutes. 355 milliliters per can. Right. So, so call it eight, nine cans. I think it was, it in, works out to a little less than that. But anyway. In an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a lot of beer. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, wow. it was funny. My friend and I were able to do it. My co- Yeah, my cousins are older and bigger and him and his buddies, they all bowed out. They couldn't do it. But again, it it's the carbonation that makes it impossible for most people. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can burp pretty easily so I think I'm able to just burp it out and then the carbonation doesn't get to me that way so yeah I think it's probably well maybe the carbonation at first but it's the alcohol that'll get you mm, yeah it's putting nine beers worth of alcohol in your body I swear it's less than nine beers I think our unless our math is off I don't know math checks out doesn't it hundred shots of beer that's a lot of shots yeah um okay mm, yeah, that's a lot of beer. Anyway, yeah. I had, a tr- I had a trick that I would do when I was younger, and I really don't recommend doing this at all, um, but I could pour eight shots of rum into a glass and drink it back. Oh, like Jesus. It, like, like it wasn't That there. would kill me. Yeah. Yeah. And I could never do that now, Mm-mm. but... Yeah, so beer I can handle, hard liquor, and I do not get it. Like, I, no. that, that would kill me. Yeah, for sure. For some reason, beer, I can drink a lot of beer consistently and be okay. But yeah, anything hard liquor is terrifying. I turn into One-Eyed Shauna. That's my nickname. Because <laughs> there's... Cotton-Eyed Jefferson? <laughs> yeah, Matt Berry uh, coined that nickname because, yeah, there's a couple times with him where I accidentally had, like, a couple of his fancy cocktails. And yeah, it's crazy. It hits me so hard. And then my one eye just shuts a little bit. And I look like One-Eyed Shauna. So there you go. That's how you know if I'm super drunk. One eye just permanently is almost closed. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just don't drink that heavily anymore. No. No. It's, yeah. That's why I when I had I did that funnel, I had just a flashback to, like, being in high school. I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. And, like, just what a terrible way to try. I enjoy the taste of beer, and then when you do it, it's disgusting. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, what am I doing? Like, and We're going camping this weekend, and I said to McKenna, get me really light beers just so I can, you know, drink them throughout the day and not, not get too wild. And she yeah. says, you never get too wild. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, it's funny because um, also friends say that. They're like, we can't ever really tell if you're drunk or not. You you don't really change that much. Whereas mm-hmm. some people become completely different. Oh, man. And if I was one of those people, unhinged. I wouldn't I wouldn't drink, right? Yeah. If you... Totally. Yeah. Although I guess back in when I was younger, it was a little different. But my parents are going to be absolutely horrified by this conversation. They I'll probably will. Mine, yeah, they're not big drinkers. So. Luckily, parents don't listen to the podcast often. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they don't hear this. Well, if they did listen to the podcast, Shauna, they would know that it is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Yeah, they would. You and I were talking off the air today about living in a new home versus buying a home 
you know, in an established neighborhood. Yeah. And one of the real, I mean, aside from being able to like choose all your, your finishings and, you know, even with Shane Holmes, customize your floor plan a bit. One of the nice things about living in a brand new home is that, you know, you're the first person to ever live in it. Yeah. I've never lived anywhere new and I've never had a new vehicle. I've only ever like lived in places that belonged to somebody else before or well, this, vehicles that belong to someone else. This is the first time that I've lived in a brand new condo because this building is brand new and uh, it's 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 interesting. Like, I've never, you know, been like, oh, I, I want that, but it's pretty cool because, yeah, you know, I don't have to clean the drain and have <laughs> the hair of the 60 years of people before me oh. like I did in my old condo. I know. When we moved into our new house, the tub was draining slowly and I was just yep. like, my God, I Mine know too. it's going to be in there and it's not going to be mine. I think I pulled out two rats worth of hair <laughs> from people who were not me. Oh. Uh, from God knows, like from the inception of the building. I don't know if anybody else had ever cleaned that drain out. It was disgusting. Yeah. So, so when you think about that, the idea of building a new home. Exactly. With Shane Holmes a or Shane buying Holmes one of them. Yeah. And you're the only person that's ever... You know, farted in that house. Well, I mean, other than some of the contractors, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, I'm sure. Let's, yeah. <laughs> Real estate is fine. It's the lifeblood of the industry. Yep. <gasps> but that would be nice. Yeah. That would be really nice, wouldn't it? Totally. Even like when we did the renos in our place and I pulled the baseboards off to do the flooring, there was so much pet hair behind the baseboards. And yeah. I was like, ugh, ugh, this is my house now. I know. But what do you do? Yeah. You buy new from Shane Holmes. You do. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was telling you about my younger brother, Jared, who keeps getting COVID. Yeah. He's, he's the healthiest guy. He's just got this crap immune system, and whatever he gets hits him so hard. If he gets a rash, it just like whoo, his whole body. That's like, terrible. He, Poor guy. Um, so he's had COVID three times now, despite all of his shots and everything. And he, he had two infections within 30 days, and he said... He looked it up, and the record is 28 days. Holy so he's like crap. a medical anomaly. Yeah, that's amazing. This dude. Um, but anyway, he went for some x-rays the other day. He's still having COVID symptoms. He's still testing positive. Holy. So he went for some x-rays, and they x-rayed his chest. But they said his lungs are so long, they had to take two x-rays. It didn't fit in one x-ray. Oh, classic place, the long lungs. It's got the long lungs, the right? The long lungs there. So okay. I don't know, maybe COVID just got real down deep in there and it's just taken a while to work out. Dear Lord. It's got them long lungs on them. Yeah. But uh, it's funny because you don't know that. You never see the inside of your body, right? Oh, no. wow. Got those long lungs. Um, anyway, I was walking with McKenna and, and Bo and Brigham the other day, walking home from school. And Brigham had gotten to do something fun at kindergarten. And Bo was like, man, when I was in kindergarten, I never got to do any of that fun stuff because he was a, a COVID kid through kindergarten, right? right yeah. So he'd never got to do field trips or anything like that. And he was like, it's not fair. And I was like, well, yeah, I know it's not fair. But like, don't complain to me. I didn't create COVID. No. And McKenna's like, no, Uncle Jared did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think he was probably patient zero. Uh, probably. And he, you know, he sat beside someone from Wuhan on a yeah. plane or something, and then that person took it back, and it spread from there. I and think it got my brother stuck actually, in his long lung. And it's still down there. That's why. It's still getting out of that long lung, but in the meantime, he's infected everybody else. Like losing something at the bottom of a sleeping bag, and you need to, you know, Holy like if there's, a, if there's a pillowcase in your duvet cover, and you need to get right in there to get it out, that's COVID in the bottom of his lungs. Well, we've talked about oh. how I have the long crack, and you he do? has the long lungs, so together. We could have a superiorly long human, like oh, long ass Jefferson over there. Yeah, and he's got them long lungs. Wow. So okay, I understand. I deep, deep down there. Yeah, I mean, luckily I don't have 
COVID my long ass because that was so. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I went to the dollar store yesterday and their entire mug aisle was filled with white girl sayings. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing was just all of these mugs with white girl sayings. And it made me laugh a little bit because the dollar store tends to pick up excess items that don't necessarily sell in other stores. Like that's a big part of where they get things, right? Or I don't want to say the rejects, so to speak, but that's part of what they will bring in. And so what this means is that all of these mugs with these white girl sayings were mugs that probably didn't sell that well, so white girls didn't really like them. They're kind of a miss in the white girl sayings. Okay. So these are like subpar white subpar girl sayings. Subpar white girl sayings. White girl sayings that even the white girl's like, eh. <laughs> so I just wanted to read these off to you yeah. so you know what is not, not going to work. Uh, these are all kind of a theme as well. The theme tends to be like the sassy white girl. Oh, okay. A little yeah. bit of a moody white yeah. girl saying. So the first one, just current mood, nope. So that was on a mug. And you're like, okay, come okay. on. First, I drink coffee. Then I do the things. Yeah, we've heard that one before. And the the, the that's tossed yeah. in there that's supposed the to make things. it. Yeah, oh, I did the on. thing. Come I on, did yeah. a thing. Ooh. This coffee is probably cold. Hashtag mom life. So that's a follow your dreams or just go back to bed. Oh, She's Come on, man. Sleepy girl. Come isn't she? on. She's, she's so tired. Sleep. She's always tired. Tired's a big one, too, isn't it? Oh, my God, it is. Yeah, yeah that is a huge one. Yeah, and then tired this one. Is a personality. Well, aren't you just a little ray of pitch black? Ooh, that one. That's a big miss. That's a big miss. Big miss. Like, these are just. Doesn't even fully make sense. No, it doesn't. So these are the ones that if you think that you want to buy for anybody, don't, because even the white girls don't like them. They tried. They didn't do. They didn't what was do the first one? Well. First one was current mood. Nope. It's very like Garfield the cat, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Garfield the cat was a real white girl too, wasn't he? He is the white girl in cat form, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Always so, tired, complaining, and everything else. Yeah. What are we giving these ones? Hmm. How many fur or feathered eyebrows out of 10? Five. Five. Yeah. That's weak. Was, I know. I don't know if we give it a good rating or a bad rating because they sucked. Well, but. that's the thing. Like... Yeah, they sucked at sucking. Yeah. Yeah. Five. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Several people have sent us this video with a Terry of the Month nominee. So this guy, this Terry, he's on a floaty in a lake. God, like this little... is just the month of Terry's, isn't <laughs> is it? it? We've ever... had so many nominees. Anyway, sorry. They all come out in the summer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's in this like, it's like this donut floaty, and he's he's got his drill with him, <laughs> and then he's rigged up his drill to have a prote- propeller attachment on the end of it. So he puts that prop in the water between his legs, and he pulls the trigger on the drill, and that way he can move himself around the lake. Yeah. So, funny story, that's not the first time I've seen that. My cousin Ted, who's a bit of a Terry himself. Has t- My cousin Ted, we call him Terry. Yeah, his his name should be Terry. Uh, from this point forward, we're going to refer to him as Terry. He has certainly done this before. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I would call it genius, except I know those drills aren't waterproof. And I know Terry's going to be having a few pops when he's out on the water. Yeah. And he's going to drop his drill in the lake. Terry's seasoned at this, okay? Just like Ted was. He could be properly pickled and he still knows how to do this. He's done it enough. He never okay? dropped his drill in the lake. This never guy was dropped. using like a nice Milwaukee drill. Those things aren't cheap. No. No, he'll hold on to that thing 
Okay. Because he needs the prop. <laughs> Otherwise, he's swimming back and Terry's not swimming. Super Terry. That is the best. I know. The drill Just propeller. Phenomenal. So Terry can fart himself around the lake. Oh, man. We used to rig up all kinds of things to try and, yeah, like propel yourselves through yeah. the lake. It's pretty funny. You just get real creative there. Kind of reminds me of, uh, I was at I was dating a girl one time when we were at her cabin up in northern Saskatchewan and this Hutterite van pulled up to the boat launch and they unloaded a deck, like an actual deck built of wood mm-hmm. with pontoons strapped to the bottom with like uh, empty barrels. Yep. And they pushed it out in the water mm-hmm. and it had lawn chairs bolted to the deck and then it had a motor on the back. So they made their own pontoon boat. It was a Hutterite pontoon boat. And that's very common now. The Hutterite pontoon boat? It's a normal thing with most docks. In fact, there's normal extensions now that come with docks that you can detach. And put a motor on? And there's a motor on it. What? So you can go and tour. My friends have it. So we used to do that at sunset. You're on the dock, on the chairs, and you just detach it. (laughs) And it goes for what? a rip so that you don't even have to move. Okay, that's awesome. Let me tell you, the technology with cabins these days, man, holy. See, this did not seem like a high-tech operation. I was so like, that, this is just, you guys put this together with some leftover wood. Well, and, that was the OG, is the Hutterites. Yeah. And then Terry saw it when he was drunk and was like, I'm going to make a million dollars making this a common thing at cabins. And now it's a thing. I didn't know that existed. I have friends who, yeah, they have them and we have been on them and it is just phenomenal. It is pretty smart, though. It's, I mean, you yes. got the material it's already floating there yes you're already it already sitting has on it. pontoons on it you know it was some terry who was sitting out there yes. and he's like what if we just mm-hmm. <laughs> detached it right here this is what happened wow yeah and then terry is now a multi-millionaire <laughs> because now everybody else is like you know what terry this is actually a good idea well he actually died that terry he well, bought too fast of a sled and he died so no he, he took put, his money he put he, too fast of a motor on his t- dog <laughs> And it didn't end well for him. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. Is the dog okay at home, you think? I'm worried about the dog. The dog, the dog, the dog, the dog. What do they call, like, orange Gatorade? Just orange? Right, you kill any geese lately? Every time I do one of those, I feel like I'm on meth. X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.